Welcome to episode 222 of Design Details. I'm Bryn Jackson. Doo, doo, doo. And I'm Brian Levin. Fun fact, 222 is uh, a strobogrammatic number. Stop. Which means that... Remember when, remember when we used to do fun facts about numbers back in the like, 60s, I think? So we're reviving it today on this segment <laughs> of fun facts with numbers. 222 is a strobogrammatic number, meaning that it looks the same turned upside down on a calculator display. So if you're out there on your calculator, flip that bad boy on upside down. Also, 222 is one of the few numbers whose digit sum in decimal is the same as it is in binary. So give it a try. Whip out that binary calc, open up 222. Notice that it's going to have the same digit sum as it would in decimal format. Fascinating. All right, Brian's fired. This episode, we hung out with Fiona Rolander. She's a freelancer working on some stuff for Spotify right now. And also, she's working at Dropbox with a bunch of our friends. Before we get into the episode, huge thanks to the number 222. More fun facts, just kidding. <laughs> huge thanks to our sponsors for making this episode possible. We've got 222 of them. 222 sponsors. Buckle the fuck up. <laughs> Fuckle up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number one of 222. Uh, Figma. Figma is hiring two product designers, uh, as well as a designer advocate and a content writer, which is two more roles. That's a total of four roles. But the fun thing about this is that this is the first in a series of two sponsor reads we're doing for Figma. 222, the numbers haunt us. Brian. (laughs) Figma is an interface design tool. It works in the browser. It works uh, across all of your devices by default. It works on your PC if you're not a Mac user, uh, which for me has been awesome when I'm at home and I need to open stuff up on my Figma files. Uh, It's uh, the future of design tools. So this designer advocate role is one I used to have. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. We're not there yet. Yes, we are. Figma. No, no, no. They shipped the most requested thing, like the most requested feature I heard about when I was there. Emojis? No. They shipped that a long time ago. I know. They shipped pages this week. Ah, pages, yeah. Which I was staunchly against. Why? Because. <laughs> okay, so. Hey, Figma, we're going to do an ad read for you, but also we're going to critique your design process. No, no, no. I'm going, I'm going deeper. Okay. So I was staunchly against it because tabs, I think, are better because you can separate tabs and see them side by side. Okay. You can never do that with pages unless you have the same document open twice. Okay. Which you can do in Figma. So okay. that's cool. It's much more performant. And that's a very good thing. Pages? Yep. Use pages. Yeah. My case. Change for- my mind publicly. All right. My case for pages is... They're smart people. It makes sense for multi-OS flows to have a page per OS. I don't think so. I think it makes sense to have a page for symbols. I'm about that. All right, y'all. Figma's doing some cool stuff, and they want you to come help. They're hiring two product designers, uh, a design advocate role, and a content writer. Uh, That writer's going to be focused on talking about design trends and writing tutorials and helping people really understand what's possible with Figma. They've got a couple writers already. They're building a bigger and better team. They're doing tons of work around education, and you should definitely go help other designers be better. We love their team. The product's awesome. We use it for our work at Spectrum every day and can't recommend it enough. We just uh, added Figma support into Spectrum (gasps) because we love them so much. Live embeds. And now you can have all my icons for Spectrum because Brian posted them because... I guess he wanted to do that. Yeah. You just post my whole file. You I don't think have you can now. like access them. Though. Yeah, you can. You open the file and you can duplicate it. Brian. Oh, snap. Does that bother giving you? Giving away my IP, man. Does that bother you? No. We believe in giving things away for free at Spectrum. Hey, you they're can still get, copyrighted. <laughs> and you can get Bryn's icons uh, if you search hard enough. Anyways, we love the team. Love the product. 
Figma's doing some really cool stuff. They've got awesome work in the pipeline and they need your help. Uh, if you're a designer, uh, want to be a design advocate, or if you're a writer, they need your help. Go to figma.com slash careers and tell them we sent you. Our second sponsor is our friends at Fuse. Fuse is a tool that lets you write code to describe both Android and iOS native applications. So you're just like defining things as components and you can actually ship to native code. The way we like to think about Fuse is instead of It's like a fusion of like things. Instead of investing all of your time learning a new prototyping tool that outputs a fake representation of what a thing should look and feel like, rather use Fuse to basically write a real application that compiles down to native code that you can deploy to the App Store and try on your device and real people can use it anywhere in the world. High fidelity prototypes just aren't worth your time in most cases. Use something quick like Figma prototypes get them all out and then go use Fuse and ship the whole thing. But when you're going hi-fi why not just build the real thing? Fuse jumps in to make that really easy. They have a .ux file type that makes it easy to declare the way your views should look and work and interlink with animations and navigation. Uh, You can preview all of this on your desktop. It works on Windows as well. Uh, And as you're making changes in the .ux file, it's updating the preview. Basically gives you everything that you need to get started, work through, and ship a real production-ready app. You can think of it like Unity for app development, where they bring all the tools into one place so that you can drag and drop, click around, and have a much nicer syntax for actually composing intricate uh, production-ready applications with real data and animations. Uh, It's an incredible tool, and it's available for free. You can try it at fusetools.com. Go check it out. They have a ton of examples. Uh, of things that people have built with Fuse. They have all their documentation up so you can read through and see what's possible. Uh, If you're working with a team and you need a better way to work together to build iOS and Android apps in one place, Fuse has a pro plan which gets you access to Fuse Studio, which is uh, an application that brings everything together in a really nice UI. So it's even easier than before to develop, test, and collaborate on real applications. So again, stop wasting your time prototyping. Go straight to the code uh, and learn something that's that's going to output a real thing that people can use. Go to fusetools.com. If your team is ready to upgrade, uh, use the promo code DD at checkout, and that's going to get you 70% off the pro plan for 12 months. Again, that's the promo code DD at checkout if you're ready for pro. But if you just want to test this out individually, it's free. Definitely go check that out if you just want to play around or build something for yourself at FuseTools.com. Thanks once again to Fuse. And with that, let's get an episode 222, 222 with Fiona Rolander. Hi, I'm Fiona. I'm a product designer like many others. I currently live in Stockholm, Sweden. Used to live here in the Bay Area. Um, yeah. I like cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty chill. Uh, Pretty chill, like is there, cheese. Is there like a, a best cheese? Uh, oh. Careful. I don't know. Careful. It's a I hard do, question. I don't, maybe you don't. Yeah, I mean, I do like a truffle burrata. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, All uh, right. Yeah. Love I don't burrata. Say like, Truffles, though? I wouldn't say like, I like cheese. It's I like, like cheese. Swiss, it doesn't taste like cheese. Swiss shredded cheese. That would be weird. Like, yeah. Then you can't say you like cheese. Um. Yeah, you don't, you don't just nom down on like Swiss. a craft uh, mix craft single. Craft, I don't get mix. sometimes here in the US. I'm like, <laughs> it says like uh, shredded from the block. I'm like, okay, 
sick. <laughs> what? I don't, what am I supposed to it's do? It's still with shredded. That? I know. You missed the point. But every cheese is a block. Whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> I like cheese. <laughs> shredded from the. Yeah, I got another. Um, <laughs> shreddy from the block. What are you working on right now? Um, I'm freelancing. Whoa. Um, Wait, what's freelance? Boom. Uh, <laughs> it's a thing where people constantly look for work and feel like they have no money and stress and. But they can mm. like totally sit at home in their pajama pajamas sometimes. A valuable trade off. Yeah. Um. Currently, I'm at Spotify in Stockholm. Uh, I've been there. When you say for at like, Spotify, you're like contracting with Spotify. Yeah. Exactly. Um. I was. So I haven't been freelancing for very long. I, um, started like mid last year, like June, July, something. Mm-hmm. And I was doing like working from home, the whole thing, mm-hmm. like taking one month projects. And I was like, yeah, I'm a very social person. And uh, this is, I, I don't know, not as magical as I thought it would be. And uh, the on The pajamas Dribble, are pretty chill. <laughs> uh, the pajamas are pretty comfy. Like, uh, But yeah, I was on, um, I saw this. You were in had, San Francisco. You can just go to work in pajamas. It's fine. I know. <laughs> uh, I just don't vibe that way. I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, here are my flip-flops. I'm like, I see your toes oh. in the meeting. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's oh. gross. But yeah, sure, do that if you're comfortable. Um, no, but I saw this thing on Dribble where um, someone had designed like freelance badges. They were so cute. They were like, put on pants today. Went outside. Got paid. And I was like, oh, that's funny. I was like, true. oh, no. That's my life. I, I, I didn't put up. Oh, pants no. Today. I relate to that. <laughs> and I was like, this is sad. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So then I was like, I got to go to somewhere where I can like go to an office every day. So, yeah. And so Spotify. That is Spotify right now. Why Spotify? Um, well, so I worked there a long time ago. Like, well, not worked. I like. While I was still in school, I did like recruiting and okay. like brand stuff. Like, yeah, come work at Spotify. I'm wearing the logos all over my body. Hello. Yeah. Like, it's cool. Um, and so I was there. I wrote my thesis there, worked on during the summer. It was a long time ago. So I already had like a lot of friends from there. And I was, yeah, I had like four different things I was choosing from, but the projects at Spotify sounded fun. Mm. I got to work with, I work with onboarding. Um and yeah, that was a project that was, you know, solely focused on onboarding. I was pretty excited. And when it's you- weird to think about the fact that companies like have projects that are just like just onboarding. Yeah. Like onboarding has always been like an afterthought f- for like most of the products I've worked on. It's I know. Like, that's so Okay, sad. we built the thing. Now we have to teach people how to use it. And that's why it doesn't work a lot of the time, I feel. Tell me more. Well, so... It's like, you know, that typical, like, here are pointers to all our UI parts. And yep. people are like, oh, God. <laughs> tool uh, tool, tip, tool tip. I know. And it's just, uh, I don't know. I feel like onboarding needs so much more love than it's it's getting currently. If you if you Google, like, onboarding inspiration, you'll get, like, here are three slides, you know, with the, the pagers and, like, oh, illustrations. They all kind of mm-hmm. look the same. And people are so used to going like slide, slide, slide. Okay, now I'm in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, obviously that did not work. They don't get the value. They don't. Um, yeah, I've, sometimes I think about it like, you know, like it's af- as if you're going to visit a friend at their house and someone in the door is like, yo, we have Santo candles in the bathroom. And there is also like a pool in the backyard and there's this and that. And you're like, sounds like a dope house. I, <laughs> you're like, I don't even know. Scented what. candles Scented and candles? a pool. <laughs> what? 
This I mean, has it all. Maybe that's a good analogy, though. For some people, they'd be like, yo, cool, <laughs> scented candles. I'm into that. Um, but I'm like, they don't even, like, people don't even know why they're in the house. What I'm if like, you had tooltips on your bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Toilet paper. Here. <laughs> Flush. Here. Airbnbs do that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. And it's very helpful. <laughs> it is very helpful. Oh, this is like AR tour yeah, thing or what? No, no, no. Just like put oh, that would, fucking is that a thing? Like, sticky uh, notes a, on everything. I think it was a... Like a concept that someone made. Yeah, yeah. That was uh-huh. a while ago. That got a lot of attention. It was just some person made a AR tour thing. Yeah, to their the, house. The, it's like an AR manual for an Airbnb. Thing. Oh, yeah. But low tech isn't it like labels, pretty right? self-explainable when you're like in you, a house? No, no, no. It's no? like this light switch does this one thing in particular. Oh. Mm-hmm. Don't do it, or or, okay. or like, or like, here's how you adjust the thermostat. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, I, I guess because thermostats. I, I was still thinking about the press here to flush, you know, oh. <laughs> like you get that. <laughs> I mean, or maybe it's a well, hand, there you are know. some pretty crazy yeah. toilets. Yeah. I feel here. like Make I would hand. do that for fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But so like in general, I feel, you know, um, a lot of the time people are, it's the last thing you do. You're like, okay, we're shipping now. We have to tell people what it is. So <laughs> sweet. It, it's just like, okay, you're going to make this shitty thing that no one's going to get. And now they're in your product and, and they didn't even understand the core value or something. And I, yeah, I'm passionate about that space. Where do you start when you're revamping? How do you onboard into onboarding? onboarding? Yeah. Oh, well, onboarding into onboarding is just like probably my least favorite part of onboarding word is work is just understanding all the metrics is just like okay so what are people liking what are our core features you know like what 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 are people doing and it's more so than just um i mean if you do like user test and you're like it's centered around one feature this is like what is the whole app about and it's that's a lot of understanding um to be made um So yeah, that's onboarding into onboarding. Just like, what have we tested before? What didn't work? What? How was those tests run? Like, was that sell this and that? Uh, uh, yeah. And most Quickly of the time, drowned. that stuff's not documented. Exactly. It's like, okay, no, we ruled that out because that didn't work. You're like, well, how did you run the test? What did the design look like? Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of detective work. Once kinda... you get past that, though. Yeah. Then what? Um. Then I would say like. Obviously, it's about like finding a good balance of like what what is kind of like our core beliefs, like how if how do we want to introduce people to this product? Mm-hmm. Um, does the product itself have a means to like explain itself? Like it, chat apps now are doing like chat with me to understand the app, which is pretty like. I mean, that's the Slack bot thing, right? It, like- yeah, and that's that's pretty cool. Like you're using your own medium to. That's like if uh, Spotify would have a whole song, a three-minute song. Oh, like, fuck, let me no. just sing you. Three- yeah, no, <laughs> don't worry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> exactly. No, but if they would like, it's like the Virgin America thing that you get stuck in your head. I hate that. Shit. What is that? You they- ever flown Virgin? No. They oh, have a music yeah. video for how to put Actually, on a seatbelt. Yes, I have flown. Yeah, I've seen that. Isn't it like quirky fun? And they're just like, I mean, it is. Yeah, quirky fun is one way to put it. It is quirky yeah. fun in the worst kind of way. I guess it's like depends how many times you fly the same thing. Yeah. If you hate it or more it's, than, it's probably not the worst the first time, but like, no, I, I feel I've flown Virgin like once or twice, and I'm like, hmm, yeah, that was cute, you know. And, and then, then the second time you're like, oh, shut up, fuck, this thing's like oh, eight minutes. We're long. doing this again. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel about Norwegian Air. So I fly it so much, and I'm like, oh, here are those animated blonde little kids, and I just hate them. This one's going over my head. 
uh, Norwegian Air. What's well, a plane? Animated. <laughs> <laughs> what is a plane? Sick. Animated blonde children. Well, it's just you know like uh, instead of having real people actor, they they're all you know like they couldn't afford the real people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they drew them. So they had someone have to like animate the whole thing. That's probably more expensive than like, yo, <laughs> come wear this thing for an hour and mm. just sing about a plane. Mm. I don't know. What about for non-obvious products, like not chat apps? Onboarding? Yeah. Um, I don't what know. Some, I don't feel there's like tricks. a cookie cutter like tips and tricks. Tips and <clears throat> tricks. Well, I am very I'm very passionate about um having education be contextual. So like not front load every not tell you like like I was saying about like the scented candles. Like here is everything you need to know about your whole journey. But like more understand like why your journey to the bathroom. Yeah, your journey towards the bathroom. No, but like what is the point of me being here? Why should I use this app? Mm-hmm. How is it going to... Do you know who Samuel Hulick is? Yeah. Oh, I love that guy. Does he the, does the user UX. onboarding? Yes, yeah, yeah. he's so awesome. Um, but he talks a lot about like, how is this app going to improve my life? You know, you see your life before and after using this product and how is it going to become better by having this other thing in my life? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot how I think about... I mean, regardless of what type of app it is, but... You know, get that message through first Hmm. and then have other things be contextual. So say I'm like, I don't know, um, out moving or like out running. And then you could be like, are you out running? You might want to do this (laughs) thing. You're moving about the speed of a (laughs) runner. Uh, You know, just try to like take your context and uh, and provide like education around some. I mean, when it makes sense instead of like. For the time when you go out running, perhaps maybe in the future, maybe you're not a runner. Oh, right. you're in a wheelchair. Oh, sorry. Uh, you know, like, you uh, like shit. Ah, shit. Now I told you what I think. You know, yeah. it's just better to. It's like serve things when they make sense. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about uh, pulsating dots? <clears throat> um, Who does so love pulsating dots? People do. We did. I used to be on. Um, I used to work on Dropbox Paper. Um, Ah uh-huh, yes. Uh, yes. I was on the onboarding team there. And um So those were you. We, 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 I might have made some pulsating pulsars. 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 We had so weird words for them. Pulsar. Um I don't know. I feel like sometimes I get into like this is a good design pattern. And then my world is like shaken up like after because you're like, oh no, we don't like pulsating things. And then you look at the metrics and you're like, people like pulsating things. They direct clicks. And then well, you, like liking it and clicking no, on it are different okay, things, right? No, okay, that is right? true. You're like, I don't want Kim Kardashian news in my feed. But then you're like, oh, click, you know? And then you get more <laughs> well, of it. You're like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I used to work in the news thing, too. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, I it's, fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> shit. No. I'm going to get, like, all shitty news. Um, But I don't know. It, it's kind of, I feel pulsating things are good when you cannot have something that points towards, like, say, like. Tool for, tips. Exactly. Um, <laughs> in paper, we had this. I don't know if you've. Uh, I don't know if you yeah, use it. I don't know do. if you yeah. start using it. Like, cause yes, we you probably don't get onboarding if you are already using it. But there's this like we used to have this blue bar at the bottom that says like gives the instructions. So in one place, all the instructions is, are in the same place, hmm. but where you take the action is in different places. So then it's good to have pulsating things to be like it's up there, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, so you could do. Like a cutout, you could dim and cut out, but that's also, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a Google, Google style. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
like inbox does really pretty. I don't know if it works well, but that's that's interesting too. You can sit here and say like, oh, that's pretty. I like that. But you're like, well, I don't know their numbers if it works or doesn't. Remember sure. the era of like, I think the, the app I remember it from was Pulse. Do you remember the Pulse app back in the day? It was like a news thing and they would, they would do basically like modal overlays and then they would draw, it looks like a playbook kind of thing where like they were like, here's an arrow in marker felt and like draw things out and here's how this works. It was that's crazy. I hated that stuff so much. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Yeah. And of course, LinkedIn bought them because. Oh, <laughs> don't get me started on the LinkedIn. Oh, God. Where I, do you uh, fall on this uh, spectrum of interrupting people to explain what they're about to be doing versus we'll say like a pulsar is maybe the opposite of that. It's just like this thing that's off in the corner that maybe you notice, maybe you don't, but you can still use the thing without. Mm-hmm. It's like Clippy. I think yeah. uh, I don't think it's that easy to say like I like one or the other. It definitely depends on like what you're trying to teach. Um, in paper, I worked with trying to set up this like rule book, if you will, like levels. Like if like this type of feature is a like not so important for you that we have to tell you about it, you will discover it. Say like you are um, like we had when you zoom. On browser, we say, "Do you, are you trying to present something? Like, that's highly contextual. We might not have to say, like, do you know you can present? It's more like, oh, we think you might want to present. Like, we have a feature for that. But other things might be so important that you have to block people. I think it's it's very hard to say yeah, sure. what works and doesn't. And, for example, like, when Dropbox redesigned the whole web, that was, like, a thing where you have to be, like. The whole internet. The whole internet. Um, the web interface for Dropbox. That was the thing we have to like, okay, before you get in there, we just want to heads up, like warn you that this is happening. <laughs> You're about to like, see some shit. <laughs> yeah. You Not, want to find that file yeah. real fast. It's going to be hopefully easier, <laughs> but maybe right now harder because we changed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know if I'm on the scale there. Anywhere. Sure. But Makes more, sense. I mean, I very much believe like we should not block people if they have an intent. You know, you're like, standing there in line to something and you're like, I'm just going to pull up my app and pay whatever with this app, whatever you do. Um, And to then like stop you there and be like, hey, you have to learn about this one thing that you can never learn about again if you don't read it now in this modal that's just blocking everything. You're like, well, shit, I'm at Starbucks trying to pay with my app, you know, get away. And then you like miss that opportunity. Hmm. Um, So no comments. I don't know what to say. No. So like you're saying there's like not one weird trick that PMs hate mm. <laughs> to nope. solve onboarding. Okay. Oh, let's yeah, PMs and PMs onboarding. hate her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to make good stuff for people. No. Uh, uh, one of the things that's interesting to me about onboarding is uh, like it's so measurable and so easy to say if it, you did a good job or not. Mm. Like you're loosely tracking like a couple metrics, right? Exactly. But I think that's where like a good balance, having a really good balance of quant and qual comes in too, because you can, so many times I've worked with PMs who like you try a design and you put it out there and the numbers say that, okay, this worsened retention. We cannot go forward with this. So let's not Mm -hmm. do this design. And you're like, okay, wait, are we ruling out everything that has to do with tooltips or, you know, are we Mm -hmm. not going to try this space anymore? And that happens very often that people are like, Oh, no, we tried that thing. Didn't work. 
Yeah. You're like, like was well, it the copy? Was it the timing? Yeah, was what it the did interface? It say? Like yeah. what, how, and when were you serving it to people? Like, were you getting it in line at Starbucks? Of course it didn't work. Like, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. it's, um, you got in the way of people's caffeine. That's a mistake. <laughs> exactly. Very important things. Caffeine that hmm. people like. Other people, not me. So how do you... You drink tea. I know. That's true. <laughs> so how do you keep track of the qual stuff then? Um, well, I think my... Sometimes I feel like my job is to say like, okay, everyone slow down. We don't know if this was a bad thing or why was it this good, you know? Um and to like make sure that we get some call se- uh, sessions in there. Yeah. Um, Just talking to people. Yeah. yeah. Like I was saying, like I feel like it's detective work. Like so much of the time you're like, hmm, why did retention go up by 0.2 percentage points? And you're like, hmm. And also who murdered this person? Exactly. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Where did that PM go? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the designer. <laughs> this is dark. Yeah. yeah it's got brutal real yeah. quick. <laughs> Uh, you have a pattern then of onboarding or working on onboarding. Mm-hmm. Is this like, yeah. is this your... My niche. Your niche. I think so. Um, Yeah, I was at... So I haven't been working that long, like that many years. Um, I don't know if it's just like a Swedish thing that like we study so late. Like I feel like everyone's so young in the Bay Area. They're like, oh, I'm 21, married and have been a manager for eight years. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, cool. Um. That person's lying. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. Um, uh, sorry, what was your question? <laughs> I was thinking about is all the your niche. Why is this your oh, niche? Yeah. Yes. So I didn't really, you know, I was trying to find like, what do I like working on? And yeah, I, I when I was at Dropbox, I, I was, I got hired to work on Carousel. Mm-hmm. So stoked. I was like, woo. And, and then, then one week in, <laughs> they're like, yeah, we have bad news. Shit. Shutting it down. I was like, shit. So then I just jumped around from like. Carousel dope onboarding. I know. <laughs> and That's, Alice and Ryan did the illustrations for it, I think. I think so. Yeah, mm, yeah didn't Linda? Alice Lee and Ryan um, Putnam. Did was Linda? Linda do any? Uh, I don't know. Uh, that was yeah. before my time. I joined right at the end, like yeah. the very bittersweet end. Um, but yeah, so I tried a bunch of different things and I was always like, I don't know. It's like you want people to understand like you've you've built a beautiful product and you've like focused on user friendliness and when people don't understand it it's just like oh but it's good we promise we just have to tell you better so i was offered to like switch teams and then one of the, i talked about like what am i passionate about and they were like yeah sounds like paper onboarding would be a good fit and that was kind of my introduction to working full time on onboarding and yeah, I loved it. It was great. Um, and then I just kept going at it. I'm just noticing that, you know, I was just reading about onboarding and I'm really, I don't know, it's fun. And then Samuel is like my hero. Yeah. So. And so now that you're maybe calling this a niche and you are technically freelancing, mm-hmm. is that what you go around and describe the work I, you do? Like I, I will come in and do onboarding specifically. Yeah, that's kind of where I want to get to. I also don't know if I'm going to oh, freelance. Is a, this is a Fiona onboarding. Oh, <laughs> can Fiona you tell? a Fiona joint. <laughs> oh, there are no pagers in the beginning? Oh, I Fiona can tell. must have been yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great brand. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't. So obviously, like, have, not having freelance for that long, I, I've done other stuff that's not onboarding. But recently, yeah, like, most of the stuff I've, 
been doing is onboarding and I, I really enjoy it. I would like to do like more public speaking and like become really good at it. I have like <laughs> the onboarding brand yeah. like Samuel, right? Yeah. If, Samuel, if you're out there, like you want to hire someone. I'm... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did a wonderful job of finding a niche for himself, right? Like he started yes. the, the I'll call it a blog, right? Mm-hmm. And then he like slowly tacked on like contracting. Yeah. And... I was, uh, you guys were at XOXO last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was there and we were going to meet up and I was like, hi, I'm your number one fan. Want to meet up? And uh, we were going to just, you know, it was busy schedules and stuff. Um, XOXO is chaotic. I know. But so fun. Mm-hmm. I hope it comes back. Okay. Let's just, I don't know. Um, I hope it does. Wait, did you have that um, that trailer? Was that yours? No. No. You trailer. weren't interviewing out there? Wasn't there like a Oh, no. That was, oh, no, that was the podcast trailer. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. That was not us. Okay. We, Sarah and I did an interview in there, I think. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Cool. I didn't go in there. But, um, but yeah, I think it would, I definitely want to focus on this and become really good at it. Um, and then maybe, you know, nothing's forever, but I would definitely like to, I've started like 10 medium posts. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, I think I'm like, I'm a writer, but then I start writing. I'm like, oh, shit. oh <laughs> so I'm reading it again. I'm like, I'm a talker. Maybe I should just talk. <laughs> Here's a medium post of like a 20 minute recording. Listen to me. No, I don't know. <laughs> medium post and it's just a YouTube embed. <laughs> exactly. Hello. Uh, Are you yeah. supposed to make medium posts? But- I don't want to. I can't write. I can't write, but uh, I don't know. I have so many thoughts all the time and just like getting down. Some people are like really like I need to sit down and write. To Brian's a my... writer. Yeah? No. No? <laughs> like every time you ask him a question, he'll write you like a four paragraph response. Literally, why are you making this up right now? You should see his product hunt answers. Like I, I went I in there. I will look them up. We ended up on product hunt today. And oh, congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. But, We're number one. But I, wo- oh. I, woke, I woke up to it and I went in there. I'm like, oh, Brian already said everything there is to say. Cool. That's nice. In one post? Yep. Four paragraphs? He's, yeah. Until oh. the end of time. He, yeah. that, every, was, that was our every, onboarding. Every future question time. that can be really successful onboarding. <laughs> or if you have a niche group of people I'm, like, I find products through Product Hunt. I'm yeah. totally teasing him, but yeah. He is teasing. Mean. Uh, I think I'm more verbose, but I think there's like I don't know there's a softness to being a little bit more verbose like I, I think I like softness. being yeah oh, you don't want to be like terse yeah I think terseness or directness is good with like people who have deeper context of each other one word period like there's less fear of misinterpretation mm-hmm. like terseness could be misinterpreted as like annoyance snappy snappy yeah and I so, used to get shit for like short like yeah. I, I ended every text with a period and they're like, are you mad? <laughs> no, it's just correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, like, co- I mean, communicating through text has become like so important. I mean, we're all, I'm on Slack the whole, I'm just writing emails and slacking people and it's just, I put a lot of emojis in there and I put like a lot of, <laughs> yep. you know, personality yeah. through text mm-hmm. um, and maybe too much. Like I read, was it, was it Tobias Ben Schneider? Someone wrote like a, how to write good emails medium. Post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was uh, him. Maybe, yeah. Like, keep them um, short. I was like, oh, I'm so inspired by this. You know, I got to Because I would, like, <laughs> write like I talk. I was like, blah, 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 blah. And then I, like, read it again. I'm like, yeah, I get half in this. Like, I, I could definitely. I cut wrote out one half. of those posts once. And the first time someone emailed me and said they had read it, I was like, oh, no, <laughs> this was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but I, f- I feel like th- that problem for me bleeds into my product work. Like it over explains and like mm. becomes mm-hmm. wordy and huh. it takes a lot more effort to make that shorter while also not fucking up the tone, right? Like how can I make this really terse and to the point without being like, Without my my being button an, text yeah. wrapping, being an asshole to the user, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so How do you that, find that balance, though? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I'm like, yeah. no, you can't have ten words on a button. That doesn't work. Oh. I've never proposed that ever. That's why I really enjoy working with like content strategists. Yeah. At least that's what we call them. Yeah. At mm-hmm. Dropbox, and not just like I'm a copywriter. Yeah. Yeah. Could it's just like when you? I'm like, I write good copy, and then. You like pass it off and you're like, oh, oh yeah, shit. it wasn't maybe very good. And I'm like, put too much of my personality in there maybe. So I'm like, hey, exclamation mark. You're like, yeah, no, we don't write that way. You're like, oh, okay. We're not that excited. Yeah. We are. What's up? What's up? <laughs> you got a new notification. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be fucking sweet. Drop us all like, we're helping people work together. This shit's almost as good know. as cheese. <laughs> I love cheese. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know how we, oh, because you wanted to write, we're talking about your knit, your niche, and how you wanted to write more. Um, write at all, not more. Write at <laughs> all. Yeah. Uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll find, you know, some yeah. magical energy to do that. I don't know. Like, what's stopping you? Is it I think I'm just like, no, I, everyone's doubt. always like, that's, I mean, anything. You just have to start somewhere. And I'm just, I always have the bar so high that I'm like, like, take, um, Take a prototyping tool. You're just like, I'm so, I don't have, or like learning to play the piano. Like I'm, I have not good patience with like being really bad. sucky in the beginning. And you're just like, being the, I being can't bad play is Mozart. The worst. You know? yeah, yeah, it sucks. And I guess that's why like I start, I have so many like open docs with like, oh, here's a thought. And then I'm like, oh, how do I start putting this together? How do I structure my thinking? And, Webster's oh, Dictionary defines. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, no, okay, no, whatever. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't have to. I I had that problem for a long time, and I, I still do. Like, I really struggle to write um, because as soon as, for some reason, as soon as I open a document, I, like, start overthinking. Like, fuck, this is my defining. <laughs> this is my moment. Yeah. Uh, and one way I got over that for a little while at least is I just started a personal blog that like had no expectations around and that goal was to write once per day. I think I did it weekdays. Well, but it could be super short. I did it for three months, I think. <laughs> three days? Yeah. <laughs> Not, that, so that was the thing. I was like, I'm going to, yeah. I, I made it three months and I stopped because I felt like I had done what I wanted to do, which is like prove that I can at least just put something out there, even if it was a paragraph like it's sort of a link bloggy kind of thing it's like here's mm-hmm. something interesting here's what i think about it in two sentences um i find it really hard to keep up with those stuff like we know like the hashtag 100 days yeah the creative thing and i'm like i started 100 days of framer because i'm like framer is like oh no that's one prototype <laughs> <laughs> like shit no i was like one prototype per day shouldn't be that hard and then you're like oh oh god i'm on day seven and i don't have time today and okay i'm just well tomorrow tomorrow i'll do two and it's like no no so the biggest problem with with those things is uh, if you miss a day, you feel like you failed the overall thing. Yep. Yeah. And so for me, it was, I'm going to go for five days a week. If I miss a day, like literally nobody gives a shit. Is um, it like a, it, it only matters if it's a streak kind of thing? Yeah. I think people get really hooked on streaks, which is why products upplay gamifying streak mechanics to get you hooked. And so yeah. you never want to lose a streak like headspace, right? People get legitimately upset at, I'm in this uh, 
Headspace Facebook group because I was doing research on how they have a community. Yeah, well, we're working on a community thing. Oh, cool. So I was researching their Facebook group and there's people that post in there that are devastated when they lose their streak. Aw. And that sucks. But that's what kills people, I feel like, with these writing challenges or dribble UI challenges. Like once you miss a day, you feel like you're a failure. Yeah. So anyways, with writing, I found that helpful for what it's worth. Yeah, I guess it's just like the setting expectations of like it's okay to miss a day, but like, yeah. Yeah. You don't really feel that even if you tell yourself that. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Wow, we went on a really long time. We should go back. Rewind. We like to kind of talk about how people get to where they are right now. So you found your niche. How did Mm. we get to there? Oh, wait. I have one more question about niches. Niches. Niche. Niche. Rhymes with quiche. Niche. Rhymes with quiche. Um, Are you worried at all about like boxing yourself in? I think so. uh, I think. Pigeonholing? Yeah. Pigeonholing yourself into a specific. I feel like maybe onboarding is generic enough, but I know that when I was at Facebook, there were, I worked on payments and the people who worked on payments all had this, at least a lot of people had a fear of being pigeonholed into being a payments designer because it has so much uh, domain knowledge that you have to build up to be effective that as soon as you've built that up, you're like, fuck, I can't start from scratch again. Are you worried about that at all? Not really. I've No, I've never thought about it like that. I, maybe it's just like I've been in an environment where I've seen a lot of people like transition from one thing to another. Like I was a writer, now I'm a product designer, or like now I'm a researcher. And like if you can make that move, then from like UI at like – for like in the very early stages of an experience to later on is not, I don't think that's as big of a, Fair. yeah. Cool. And now we want to know how you got how to I this, got, how, to this how, niche. How, well, I took a lift here. Yeah. No. Perfect. <laughs> um, how, that's yeah. exactly what we were asking. Cool, uh, thanks, the, bye. The real question is, uh, where are you from? I'm from Sweden. Okay. Um, what part? Stockholm. I, uh, yeah, grew up there. I was, I lived in Mexico for three years. When I was like seven, we moved there. Why? My, uh, just like my parents, you know, a job. They like moved mm-hmm. the family over. Sure. And my mom's from Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, yeah, we want to be closer. It's still like far. But like, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, that's on, the, far on that side of the planet um, to be closer like when we're young and with my grandparents and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, other than living there for three years, I grew up in Stockholm. I, uh, yeah, I was always like kind of into tech or like, yeah, I, I, w- I wanted to like fiddle with technology and I definitely like spent my young days on MSN Messenger, you know, like designed my own smileys. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> yeah. I was like, so like the emojis today, you know, the like embarrassed one. There's no like embarrassed but happy. There's just like, I'm like, I got to make a new one, you know, and I like was actually looking through my old files the other day. Um, I was like, my repertoire of yeah, emotions is so much like, more complex. I they had I made so many. Yeah, it's one where you can't make your own emojis and like upload them. I actually have done that on Slack a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you um, can. Yeah, <laughs> just not across all platforms. <laughs> you can't give your Damn personal it. emotion to every <gasps> person on earth. My like pizza shaped as a heart. Yeah, Damn I mean you sure, could. That's a good idea. Yeah, I made it. Where's the heart shape? You just re- <laughs> just replaced the basic heart in your emoji set with yeah pizza emoji yeah. pizza I'm about emoji it. I dig it um let's see where was I um yeah I was like super into tech I I don't know I just 
for some reason, it was just like being a girl. Stockholm is, yeah, I don't know. It's like not encouraged to maybe code. I was like, my parents like, oh, we don't really want you to play video games and all I that think stuff. that's a problem a lot of places. I know. Ugh. It's such a bummer. What I were remember, you encouraged to do? Oh, sorry. Cut you off. I, my parents were always like, we want you to do at least one sport and one creative thing. So I like sung a lot. Mm. Uh, yeah, I used to sing. Um, and yeah, and I played so many sports and uh, spent a lot of time in front of my computer when I didn't have to do those mm-hmm. things, um, which is like I, I loved it. And I I, uh, I remember in, what was it, ninth grade or eighth grade when like my teacher was like, is there any guy in this class that can help fix this VHS thing? And I was just like, Ugh. And there was like these two guys trying to make it work. And I was just sitting there. I'm like, idiots. I can fix it. I can fix it. I like I know what to do. So I'm like, oh, we're not getting it to work. I'm like, can I try? And I was just like, yeah, there, there, fixed it. You know, it's just, I don't know. And I grew up in a weird, like the one of the like most prestigious, not like prestigious, but like very rich people. Not that weird. I don't know. Like areas? Just, yeah. Went, or like, school? Or- how do I explain? So like in sixth grade, I remember like crying because I didn't get like a Gucci bag. And my mom's <clears throat> like, oh, you shit. love Piglet. You're not getting a Gucci bag. <laughs> I was like, I want a Gucci bag. You know, so it's kind of like I I was in an environment where I'm like, I don't know, like being techie for a girl wasn't like hmm. super cool. Some guys was like, yeah, we're going to go play World of Warcraft after school. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's stupid, <laughs> you know. But deep down. But deep down. <laughs> I want a flying I was, mount too. Oh, I, I, be was, I was on, I played so much like online video, like online uh, flash games and yeah. I, Played so much, like, I don't know, computer games. And, yeah, I, like, really wanted to get good at that stuff. I didn't really get into, like, building websites and stuff. Um, but, yeah, after after high school, I was like, I really, really like this technology thing. Um, I think I'd be good at it. So I decided to study computer science, which everyone was like, you're going to study computer science? That's so weird. And I was like, no, it's actually not. It's like, I'm just going to do it. And I was like, you know, we're eight girls out of a hundred guys and you're like, okay, here I go. You know? Um, and that, yeah, I was like, um, got a weird introduction to programming. It's like Java with swing. What? Yeah. What? I, was, <laughs> oh, I don't remember the, so it's like weird when you start studying computer science and some people in the room have been doing it since they were five mm-hmm. and you've kind of dabbled with it. And some people have never, ever seen a line of code. So it's like, uh, setting, like just teaching people is, I guess kind of hard. So I, I I was like the first thing, like first class, I was like, okay, let's talk about object-oriented programming. And you're like, what? I don't know. Yeah. And then like, here is the drawer. I opened the drawer. I put something. That is not, I was like, wait, wait, rewind. I, why is there a drawer? Why is there? <laughs> I was like, I don't get it. It's the drawer um, from Ikea, is it? Yeah. Sorry. It's not low. It's so funny. Everyone makes fun of the Ikea names. Like, I was like, huh. I'm like, yeah, that means shelf or that means <laughs> I wasn't store. making fun of it. Let's make fun <laughs> of anything. Language. Yeah. No, but I don't know. I, I just kept, um, I just like stayed. I like wasn't really good at programming because I think if, if like front end would have been a thing in school, I would have probably been like really good at it now because I just, I, I don't know. Talking about like databases and security things, I just, I was like, I don't really... I think this is cool. I'm staying because it's cool and I really admire this type of work, but I'm not 
I was on so many other activities and stuff in school. I wasn't, mm-hmm. everyone's like, you have to code on the side. You have to have a passion project. I'm like, okay. So started like five passion projects. And I'm like, mm, I have I'm so just, many passions. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very passionate. I'm too passionate. <laughs> I just, that's my problem. You know, I'm too passionate. Yeah. Job no, interview. I just, yeah, yeah. That's a job interview. <laughs> jo- yeah. What are you not good at? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> um, no, yeah, so I, like, stayed, and then, like, I think it was my third year or something, there was, like, a human-computer interaction class, and everyone thought it was, like, we had this um, teacher with, like, really thick glasses, or eyes were, like, super zoomed, and everyone's like, oh, this is going to be a weird class, and we had to, like, analyze, we had to set an alarm on an alarm, alarm clock and, like, write down every step and analyze the flow and, like, how is this, you know, and people were like, this class sucks. I was like, this is so interesting. Because I was always into like media. Should I study media? What is media? Like communication psychology. I don't I don't really know. But also tech. That's kind of cool. So I like magically found this combo of like I, w- I would always design in all the projects we did. And it was just a beautiful combination of technology and, and psychology and everything. So that got me into HCI. So and, that uh, was the drug. Gateway drug. That was the gateway drug. That shitty ass class. But, you know, I, I took my master's in design which was also no offense my school but like really shitty why it was just like hard to set like first of all like you want you want to get you want to practice like i want to learn photoshop better um well sketch wasn't around at the time but like i want to or figma or any of those for that matter <laughs> thank you not for judge me. Me. i'm including um do not discriminate against design know, tools sorry. Um, there's just so many. You've got Envision Studio oh, and I was just Framer Design. Say that. Do you use Studio? It's not even out yet, guys. But maybe for some people. No, I don't know. I'm not on it. Um, uh, was I? I don't know. You're yeah, frustrated I mean, with your yeah because like we wanted to design. Like I'm not going to be a good designer if I don't design. Um, and they were like, no, like we can't do that much practical stuff because it's university. We have to do more like reading papers yeah. and theoretical stuff. So I was like, got out of school. I'm like. I'm not a good designer. Like, shit. Like, I haven't got enough. I'm not published. Yeah, I'm like, shiza. <laughs> no, I don't know. It was just, and it was like, we had a bunch of different tracks. One was like game design and one was like HCI and there was two others and they just try to make it work for everyone and like, we're a creative school. You're like, no, I don't know. Not really. And yeah, There's you- a thing called Hyper Island in Stockholm. Yep. If I had known about that, that would have been perfect, but I just didn't What's Hyper it. Island? It's a like creative creative school um yeah that describes it well not um but it's just you know a lot of um you get like real projects and you get to work with real clients it's like ad agency stuff for yeah the most part, right? a lot of people go on to work yeah. on on ad agencies but um it's just very like they do check-ins of the day like how are you feeling and it's very like you learn problem solving and like ideation hmm. techniques and innovation i hate innovation but the word innovation just makes me throw up but anyway Innovative. Same with the word entrepreneur. <laughs> oh, I've heard this in a previous, uh, yeah, episode of yours. Mm-hmm. Let, but yeah, let's let's that's let's my make least fun favorite of word. Again. I mean, it's not been on like seven episodes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Entrepreneurial. Yes, Entrepreneurial. That's me. Yeah, cool. Me too. Pronunciation was. I'm great, also by innovative. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, sure you are. Maybe I don't know. Maybe not. Copy paste. You know, yeah. don't forget to disrupt do. it. Disruption. Disrupt the design. You said you had five passion projects. At, this was before. Oh no, I just made up a number. Uh, you had a you had passion projects. Yeah. Was that practice for you, or was that not sufficient? No, I just, I think I just like you know 
set a I'm like I'm gonna make this thing and then I'm like okay so where do I even start I'm so bad at starting Mm-hmm. Uh, code, that's the hard code. part yeah <laughs> like you said and you're like I'm gonna write a text and get this blank thing and you're just like Ooh, sure. you know like I don't know and and I guess I like started trying to like how am I gonna build this what do I need and and I was just I don't know like all the classes I took were so isolated like uh, here's databases and here's this and here's that and it's just like I don't know how to piece it all together I wish there was like a class for like how do you actually make a product now that you've taken all these programming classes? And like, yeah. that just didn't exist. Yeah. Um, so I guess I like started so many times and never finished, which is a bummer. That is a bummer. And yeah. I think that is a huge hurdle today for a lot of people still, um, because the advice certainly on this show gets thrown around, around a lot, which is, you know, if you're coming out of school, work on side projects because it's mm. a great way to fill your portfolio. It shows you've taken initiative. It shows that you like, there's a, there's a number of problems with that advice though. Too. Identify problems, but there's a number of problems with it, and this is one of them. Is like you're basically forcing people onto this blank slate, where they might have like all these bits and pieces of technical knowledge, uh, but they need like they're just out of school. They just need someone to work with them. And be like, here's how those two dots connect. Yeah. Um, certainly, it, it's also a privileged stance. Like yeah. some people just don't have time for it or the resources to do it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, I, I find it for... was like easier with just design stuff. Mm. Like I redesigned some, you know, like to just have, like if I were to design this app, it would look like this. And yeah. that's like a, a pretty easy thing for a designer to just, I feel like pen and paper and then mocking it up is mm-hmm. easier than like, I want to build this weather app. And I'm like, okay. Time uh, to learn Swift. I designed the whole thing and I'm like, shit. you like, what? You, uh, well, Swift wasn't around then. Um, but yeah, I actually did build an app, like a school app that was like with three other people. It was part of like a school project-ish. And I learned so much there, but it was still like not enough for me to be able to build the whole thing myself because you have these. Maybe that's a tip to like p- partner up with one or two other people. Yeah. And you have that side project mm-hmm. that like might turn into a company or you you don't know. Because um, being alone and like taking time to like, no, I don't want to go to this fun thing on Tuesday night because I'm going to sit at home. Have one, mm. Having someone to keep you accountable for it is like really helpful. Like yeah. I don't think this podcast would exist if it weren't for like Brian's counting on me to do it every week. So yeah, I think there's a few things in there. It's like um, the accountability. Uh, but there's also something that especially with programming, there's this gap between like cool i know how to loop over something but now how do i like what does that look like in the real world and there's this huge gap in between figuring out what those two things are where you are just googling and like reading other people's shit and the point of like pairing with an engineer is they're just like oh i can bridge this gap for you in like two seconds and show you exactly where you would use that yeah in a practical situation um i guess an issue was too like you, you do so much pair programming in school that sometimes when you paired with someone who is really good, you that person end, ends up doing, I mean, writes the code. <laughs> and you're like, well, we have to turn it in tomorrow. We're building this chess game. And honestly, like, yeah, I just finished the last part of it. And it's just so easy to like. Chess wait for no one. <laughs> no one. <laughs> this game must be solved, <laughs> damn it. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just, um, it's, I, I'm. It's hard to get motivation sometimes for the side mm-hmm. projects, even though it's like, yeah, everyone should totally do it. 
But for me personally, it was like I always had to not be social. That was hard to like turn down social things to go and learn on my own at home. Um, so if I would have paired up with someone that would have been like, no, it's a social thing. Mm -hmm. We're going to make some food tonight and we're going to like code like for two hours. That would have probably been in hindsight, like a better way to approach the side product. Motivation, like the natural motivation problem and the blank canvas problem compound on each other too. Yeah. Like it's way harder to get anywhere if you don't have like focus and like a clear idea of what the thing is. Yeah. That's, I'm also like, I'm not great at being like, I, I, task switch so much mm -hmm. like we like you just like uh how do i solve this maybe i should check twitter i should yeah. totally check twitter and then you're like twitter will probably tell me right twitter will tell me um, maybe someone shared a really great tutorial <laughs> exactly. about how to solve this exact thing and then you're like oh shit now i'm here again okay go back to the blank thing and then you're staring at it and it's like Shh, <laughs> my problem is like you open twitter you're like oh, new got, side project got that out of my system twitorial i'm gonna go do the thing i was doing new tab Muscle memory, press T. And yeah. shit. Ah, oh, no. again. No. <laughs> Got me again, Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And then you Son see this little bitch. part where it's like the trending or the top hashtags. You're like, what is that? I didn't check that last time I was here. Interesting. Just I've never looked at it. What is going on with it? X, Y. The trending tags. I was going to say Donald Trump, but I. That's how I get to know it's like some of the news. You're like, that's the fastest way. Oh. Yeah. It's a good excuse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, Wait, I'm actually going yeah. on Twitter to become a more informed citizen. Yeah, it's uh, politics. It's a lot of politics now, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's not a get into that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one more note, and then we should move on. I I feel like, uh, just on the the coding thing. I don't know. I guess everyone learns different. But like one thing that I've differently, found Brian. It's an adverb. Differently God. is, uh, I suck at the like theoretical stuff. But I think I do an okay job at the producty stuff. Practical. The practical stuff. Mm. And I think that gets to be a problem down the road. But I think so many people are like all courses start at the theoretical. It's like here is like all these technical definitions of things. And there's no way to map that between like what this is going to look like in a real use case versus having a real use case and then just Googling like how do I, how do, I do this thing? For sure. And you end up mm. with. Yeah, it's I was like, like why? you you end up researching the specific technical thing needed for yes. that specific problem. And for me, it was like you have to learn about sorting algorithms, yeah. and you're like, okay, I'm gonna learn about this split tree weirdness, <laughs> yeah. and you're just like, cool, pass the test, moving or, on to next course, you know? Or it yeah. could be how to search Stack Overflow. Oh yeah, exactly. No, but seriously, there's like this. Uh, isn't there this school in Paris that are like you team up and they're like, make this goodbye. Yeah. And they're like, okay, how? And they're like, well, that's for you to find out. And we're here to support, but like you learn by doing. Um, the school is called Le Google. <laughs> Le Google? <laughs> Google? Uh, yeah. And it's just, I think that's would yeah. have been, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to hate on like my education because like I'm also responsible. Sure. But it was definitely like, it's a bummer because I'm like, I would have loved to be more, more tech savvy, yeah. program savvy, like in, in a practical, way not like oh yeah i read about that or just I, I mean at the like you do have to take some responsibility but also at the end of the day it's the this education system that says this is the way to teach coding this is the way we've done it for decades this is the way that people learn it i know and we're gonna so force everyone down and... to it yeah. regardless of like if education you... always has to be behind 
yeah, right? Like I fundamentally. Was, I did like I I was on the like the student board. I was like president of the student board, like two years in a row, and I like fought. <laughs> Brag much? Shit. Yeah, I was on a lot of it. Yeah, boards. As a president, no, I, I was just I really wanted to like give people a chance. I tried to have this thing where like okay, for people who after year one don't feel like they 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 get it, they can take a summer thing and like spend the whole summer of like okay, now you get a separate project and maybe we could get funding from somewhere so you don't have to take a job or there's some I don't know just help people who are after and yeah it's just so hard they're like uh mm, yeah no but like our curriculum is set and we've done this for so long and I'm like yeah and how's that working for some people it's working great you know they're phenomenal engineers today and for me I was just like Ugh, I don't know what to do. And then design came along and I was like, I love this. <laughs> this works this for my love. brain. Yay. And uh, I could just, you know, leave the algorithm stuff to someone else who really likes it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so you got your master's degree. Yeah. Then what happened? Then I, um, so I was, uh, I was at Spotify then and then I went like Oh, back. wait, wait. Fill, oh, yeah, fill in the gap there, yeah. Because I was there like part-time my last two years in school. Um, like recruiting, working over the summer. Oh, I used to work on a, do you remember when there were apps inside of Spotify? No. No, maybe that. <gasps> Wait. Oh, uh, yeah. Tell me more. It's ringing a bell. Around. No, I was, I was on it. I used Spotify when it first came out in the US. Right. And, and then I switched to audio. Right. That was like, when was that? 2000, when did it come here? Nine, Whatever. 10? Yeah, then it should have been. You should have had the one. I just don't remember it at all. Yeah, whatever. No one used it that much. <laughs> no big deal. Um, it doesn't I, exist I anymore. But I worked on like design QA. Um, we, you know, like quality assurance, but we, I always said like quality assistance because like we ended up designing the stuff. Like McDonald's send you like, here's like the app we want inside of Spotify. And you're like, yeah, that doesn't, it, you should let, let me, I'll, I'll just fix it, you know. So yeah. I did a, a lot of that. Um, but I didn't get a job there. So I went to i went backpacking because i was like i'm <laughs> angry i didn't get a job like uh, you know they were hiring I'm really go find se- senior people and i'm yeah. like but i want a job here and i'm like you know spoiled person who just like oh the, the, is this a setback is this like my first struggle in life just blame no, rasmus no, <laughs> i'm gonna go backpack and soul search <laughs> yeah instead of, that's kind of what i did yeah. i was like i'm angry i'm gonna go to southeast asia so i did that for four months um and then i came back to stockholm and i took a job working in news which was, I think any designer should at some point in their life mm-hmm. work on a product that is not paid by users, but like is ad funded and just like, what is this? <sighs> it's terrible. Yeah. But you learn a lot about like, this is how the world works. You know, like, how this do you- This is why the world sucks. Sucks. Oh, that's very sad. Wait, ads uh, ruin everything. They do. But like, you're like, well, I kind of have understanding for like, Sure. Where does money come from? But they misalign. Pro- like in the Bay Area, you, everyone's like, I got funding from some rich dude. Or like, you know, it's just like, okay, well, if that wasn't around, like, and you still want your product to be free, how would you make that happen? Anyway, it was. But it, it does misalign company incentives with user goals, right? Like, Yes. And that's where like the ad, the ad industry is way behind on like making good stuff. I don't know if they're starting to get there, if it's just like. Nah. No, there's I wish some good some stuff. De- some designer that works on ads is listening to us, and they're like, "I swear to God, we're like trying, but yeah." Well, I mean, like an ad could There's be like a lot of this. Here, <laughs> yeah. people are like, you no know, we're trying to, to hire, stuff. and we're, we're using the right channel, and like you helped connect these two people. That's like a helpful ad instead of just like I'm here to read about Kardashians, and now like 
screen was split in half and there's this like cooking thing that's coming out of the screen and you're like, what? Uh, I don't even cook, you know? Um, but yeah, I worked in the news for a year and then I was what like- did, What does that mean you worked in the news? Like well, for I, so Sweden's largest company? newspaper- It's called News? It's called Aftonbladet. Ah. But I think news is easier to just say, I worked in the news. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, it was actually like not only news, like it's a large media company that had a bunch of products. So I got to try to like, how, what is it like to work on a health app, like a weight loss app mm. and work in the news sector? And like- That's a diverse company. Start like a yoga. Yeah, they have all kinds of, <laughs> oh, so Jesus. much. I mean, I don't know if it's a good model, but that's what they do. They have like mm. Craigslist version, but yeah. in Europe. Uh, and then I was like, I think I, I want to move to the Bay Area. Like, I just felt like I wanted to move here. Um, and yeah, magically, I got here. Uh, <laughs> you just teleported? To, no. Actually, like, I was here for a conference. And I someone was like, hey, my friend at Dropbox, like, do you want to go have dinner there? I was like, sure. And then I met Alex Miles, who's a really mm -hmm. good designer. And uh, he was like, do you know we have – because I was talking about, like, I actually only use Dropbox for – photos on my phone like why would i look at my files maybe receipt no i don't know and then he's like have you seen carousel it's like oh shit no sorry <laughs> this he's is like, like want to see you. it <laughs> yeah and i was looking at him like this is awesome however and i started giving like a lot of feedback he's like huh you should apply it's like okay oh that's so cool I did. um yeah and you got a job well i got like a weird i got like an internship which okay. was because of, I it's don't know. It's usually a visa for an internship, yes. right? So that was like, you have two options. Do you want to wait and apply for a work visa? You might get it. Mm -hmm. Or do you want to just like say yes to like an internship? It's going to be a year and a half. Then we'll apply for, you know, and, but you'll technically be an intern. Yeah. I was like, well, if I can move tomorrow, you know, I'll be an intern. So I was there and then a year and a half later, it's like, well, can't stay for visa reasons. So I had to go. But I loved it. And does Aww. that get us to this past December? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I, yeah, it's, I haven't been working for that long. Um, but yeah. And then I was like, I always wanted to try this. Like, what's it like to be a freelancer? Mm -hmm. I had, oh my God. I was, I have romanticized hashtag remote, you know, yeah. remote, nomad like, life. Nomad, digital yeah. nomad. Hashtag digital. It's even on my website. I have to take that down. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, because I'm not. It's like so, but I was really like, oh, that's going to be so beautiful. I can sit like wherever I want in the world and like. I'm going to have the sickest Instagrams of yeah, us. Yeah, it's oh, like an Instagram brand. Everyone's going to be so jealous of my life. I'm going to surf in the morning and then, oh, I don't know. I was really like, we are so fortunate to be working with this. I just need my laptop and Wi Fi yep. and I can make money. Like, yeah. why shouldn't I go to Thailand and do that? Why shouldn't I, like, take advantage of the situation? And so I, like, in January. Time zones. Times. Oh, <laughs> tell me about it. I'm here. My team is in Stockholm. Like, I yeah. know the times. It sucks. But so I, I went. And in January, I was like, I'm in Costa Rica now. I'm going to go to Nicaragua. And I was like, yeah, this is kind of hard to, like, sit there. And people are like, hey, we're going to the beach. Want to come? Oh, I'm like, no, no, no yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, I want to go. <laughs> like, screw this computer thing. Um, and uh, so I like didn't get really, yeah, the hashtag remote thing didn't work that well for me. <laughs> I think you have to start freelancing yeah. and then go remote, then start everything at the same time. So I'm like sitting there, I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to start my own business. I'm like calling like the tax department, which we have in Sweden. They're super nice. 
I'm like, I'm trying to start my own company. And they're like, cool. Uh, what's your you. like, you know, like, I'm like, well, I'm not technically living in Sweden. And I'm like, oh, because you're not registered as a resident here. I'm like, no, it's just, I don't know. I was mm. like, I'm just going to enjoy. I read all the Harry Potter books and like <laughs> two. Instead weeks. of doing tax work. So you got yep. a lot of work done. Yeah, is what I did. You're saying. I am refreshed on Harry Potter knowledge. Uh, um, now that you have ramped into mm-hmm. the freelance world, is that something you want to go back to? To um, nomading? Maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah. I, well, I did realize that like it can be kind of lonely. Like the mm-hmm. I thrive in like very social work environments. Like I've I've really enjoy like building relationships. And I think, you know, that's how you do good work because you're like, I'm close with my team. We can like work together. I can like, oh, okay, so I'm thinking this design and maybe you can code it. Oh, that doesn't really feel right. You know, like you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that working remote would just not allow me to do as much of like a hands-on product. I don't, or maybe it would. I just haven't. I'm really curious how like Envision or like full-time remote, like GitHub, like how they make it work to just be all remote. GitHub's getting less remote now, though. Is it? Yeah. I was in their office here like two years ago visiting, and I was like, "Hello." hello. Yeah, it was so <laughs> empty for a while, and I was like, "Cool." They they have they built this like little map with like hot what's it called like you can see where yes heat map i'm like hot Hot nap hot (laughs) no like where people are in the office and there were like three little dots i'm like yeah that's me (laughs) it's just like no one's here how fun is that like cool office yeah yes i don't know we'll see maybe i i would like to go to france in the spring and just like try to work from there i don't know i'm like that's not too far at least time zones no no well depends if i have a client here Ah, well, that's yeah, what I, yeah, I was yeah. working. Uh, I was assuming Spotify. I worked with like Flipboard for a month, and I mm-hmm. was in Sweden, which meant like I'm like, no, I can take a call at 10 p.m. That's fine. And I was like, I can't do this forever. But it it was fine for like a month. But I also like feel like you don't do as good of a job, and that's it's like I don't want to compromise on on my craft. On my craft. On that yeah. note, uh, what keeps you up at night? Keeps me up at night. Maybe this whole thing about like the uncertainty of like, oh, sh- should I like keep doing this or like where should I live in the world? Should I try to get back to the U.S. somehow? Visa schmiza stuff. Um, yeah, probably that. Like, well, where should I go? I kind of like having stuff not planned, but is it is it like chasing opportunity or is it because mm-hmm. you just aren't super stoked with? Swedish life. I don't think I'm ready to like live in Sweden full time right now, but I think it's definitely like a lot of product designer right now are just like, do I want to do this full time? I like do a lot of pottery on the side too. Like mm-hmm. I bet some of the people you've met do too because mm-hmm. everyone's I mean, doing it now here. I I know very few except for like Ryan Putnam. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I got to actually know him through the pottery studio we both mm-hmm. worked out of. Yeah. yeah. And like Alex uh strata and like all those asana people oh yeah yeah oh, like, Estrada. Yes. yeah God. they just um they started throwing too i was like hello product designers what are you doing here i wanted to get away from you no offense but like you know i just like <laughs> old people it, like in mud that was kind of cool yeah. no okay keeps me up at night is not like pottery stuff but um just like you know what does the future entail stuff you can't know but you still want to know stupid no, that's cool but, yeah I get it. cool Cool. We're out of time. Cool. Thanks for coming and hanging out. Thank you. Yeah, thanks Appreciate so much. It. That was episode 222. Thanks 
to Fiona for coming and hanging out. Thanks to you for listening and putting up with the, the intro that we did with all the two 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 stuff and now this outro. Again, if you're on your calculator, flip it upside down. Type two two two. We're a third of the way to six six six. Crazy, y'all! Absolutely insane number that two 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 is. Shut up. Before we go. Be sure to check out our two sponsors, Fuse and Figma. Thanks so much for them for sponsoring the episode. Figma is hiring designers, a design advocate, and a content writer to help take their team and product to the next level. Go check them out at figma.com slash careers. Tell them we sent you. Uh, and if you aren't using Figma, start using it today. It's an amazing tool. We use it every day at Spectrum. Uh, can't speak highly enough. Go to figma.com slash careers. And of course, thank you to Fuse. They are rethinking the way that teams and people and designers can build apps from the ground up for both iOS and Android with a new component-based UI engine called .ux. Uh, and it gives you a real-time workflow where you can preview all of your changes and the thing that you're building compiles down to real native code that you can ship to your users. You can think of Fuse like Unity, but for app development, bringing all the right tools into one place to make it easier for you and your team to build great apps. Go to fusetools.com. If you want to use it for free individually, uh, that's fair game. They have tons of examples and docs on their website. But if your team is looking for an upgraded workflow, you can upgrade to the pro plan and save 70% off if you use the promo code DD at checkout. So if you want to save a ton of money for your team, again, use the promo code DD. Thanks so much to Fuse. Go check them out at fusetools.com. Thank you, Fuse. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.